0: um, Let's not make fun of people who cry when they're drunk Because lord knows Homegirl be sobbing (laughs) I be sobbing IBS I be sobbing (laughs) (laughs) Okay enough about me Did you just
1: come up with that or have you heard that somewhere?
0: (laughs) No I literally just made that
1: She said I have IBS syndrome I I be be sobbing sobbing.
0: I think I need a t-shirt with that. If someone could give me that, that would be awesome. Mm -hmm.
1: Hey, sisters.
0: Hi, sister. Oh, no, I can't.
1: (laughs) How does he say it? Like all fast? Like,
0: hi, sisters.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: This is an anti-James ba, ba, ba. Charles podcast.
1: Hey, don't come after my birthday twin like that. Oh
0: my god, I forgot you guys are twinnies. You're bestie.
1: Very shameful. No, I actually hate <laughs> James Charles, so please come after him. <laughs> so annoying. Anyway, how are things?
0: Things are well. I am really ready for the holidays. Ready How to have so? three weeks. I'm just ready to have three weeks off of work. Oh, yeah. I'm ready Look to be home. Um, I'm not ready to drive, but that's okay.
1: Wait, you're oh. ready to be home in Milwaukee? Let's check what the temperature is right now in Milwaukee. Oh, I
0: already know it's fucking cold.
1: Okay, it's actually not that bad right now. It's 37, and here in D.C. it's like 48, but we'll see what it's like in uh, late December, early January.
0: Well, the thing is... So you know I get a Patagonia discount um through my job and oh, yeah. I've Have been you like, ever actually think- used that? I used it to buy myself a um a flannel and wow. I like their flannels actually. They're they it was really good quality. But good I've stuff. been thinking I've been thinking about getting a a, a parka because even though I don't know if I will really need it here, I know I would definitely need it. Whenever I go back there in the winter time, and I get them for so—I mean, not cheap, but like the original price of their parka is almost like four hundred dollars, and I get it for like one ninety seven. So,
1: um, honestly, shocked like you never had a parka in Milwaukee. I I'm trying to think actually that Rinky I did. I know I've never had a
0: parka. I know. So now You're I'm like, like should I fuck? just get one while I have the discount? And like, I know it will last me a really long time. So like. I think you should because
1: I think that your your sensitivity has been increased by moving (laughs) here because I remember we were hanging out sometime last week. What did we do? We are biking somewhere. Oh, we went to happy hour. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't even that cold. It was like 40 or 45. <laughs> and you were, quote unquote, freezing. And I'm like, girl, this is like <laughs> a know. May evening in I Milwaukee. don't know what
0: I'm going to do because I'm going back to Milwaukee for my birthday. And that's like the worst time of year. Like the coldest time is like It's going to feel January. worse compared to here. I know. So, so I think I need to just get myself a coat. If I order it now, maybe it'll come before I leave actually next week. So
1: you should do that. It sounds like a good idea.
0: Sounds like, yeah, I need to do that. How are you?
1: (laughs) I'm good. The main development in my life over the past week is my dad sent me, as you know, my early Mm -hmm. Christmas gift, which is an air fryer, which I asked for. Mm -hmm. Uh, He sent it because, well, like, obviously he can't easily give it to me wrapped up when we go to visit next weekend. Because I can't haul an air fryer back on the plane with me. I mean, I probably could, Mm -hmm. but it'd be very difficult and costly. So Mm -hmm. he just had it shipped here. And I've been using it every day since I got it. And I (sighs) love it.
0: That air fryer putting in work. She's tired.
1: I I made, well, I attempted to make (laughs) house-made potato chips this evening. And
0: they didn't come out good?
1: Look, I looked up a recipe. It said 20 minutes prep time, 15 minutes cooking. Tell me why I spent two hours in that kitchen. Making (laughs)
0: chips? Zach, (laughs) you could just buy chips for like $2.
1: Okay, well, I'm not going to be making these ever again for that exact reason, (laughs) but I wanted to try it. So I got two big russet potatoes, but here's the thing. I should have invested in like a mandolin slicer because I used Mm. one knife. And mm-hmm. you have to thinly cut as thin as possible these potatoes. Yeah. So the cutting alone took me about 35 minutes. Oh my god for two potatoes. I cause I didn't want to fuck up and I still right. kinda fucked up. And then <sighs> I had to lay them all out one by one on paper towels to pat them dry. And then my air fryer, you can't like you're supposed to lay them out again in one layer. So I had to do four batches to cover all the potato slices. I Jeez. Had. And so they taste fine. Like some of the thicker ones that I didn't really get a good cut on are a little Mm. chewy a little bit, but, uh, it's just not worth the effort, but I can at least say that I've done it. I tried it, but I failed.
0: (laughs) When I first got my air fryer in like 2020, I tried to make French, just regular French fries, you know, and, I, the, the air fryer I got came with like a basic little recipe book, like typical things you would make in an air fryer and French fries. Oh, I didn't was get on one there. of those. Oh, well. Hmm. <laughs> 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 and French fries was on there. And I was t- <laughs> part of the step is to like soak the the fries in water. Like before yeah, you, gotta you get cook the starch it. out. You get the starch out. But it said to soak them for like an hour. And I was like, that is too long. I'm not doing that. So I just didn't do it. Of course, they came out really shitty.
1: That's interesting. I only had to soak my chips for 20 minutes.
0: No, it said so, like, I maybe it wasn't an hour. Maybe it's because it, it, they're thicker. It was a long time. And I was like, that's stupid. I don't see why I have to do that. So I just didn't do it. Love that. So now I'm like, let's never do that again.
1: Oh, my God. The next big thing on my docket is I want to make a chimichanga because I love chimichangas. Oh, yeah. And... uh. I think I could do it. It actually sounds it sounds more complicated than potato chips, but I feel like in practice it's not. Um, I've also made a couple of other things. I did some air fried broccoli last night, which turned mm-hmm. out pretty good. I love
0: veggies in the air fryer.
1: So just all around good time. Thanks, dad, for the gift. I love yeah. it.
0: Also, air fryers are amazing for like heating up leftovers from restaurants. Yes. Burgers, oh pizza, any kind of sandwich – Mexican food like chimichangas. Okay, I
1: I can speak to this because I went to the grocery store today to get plastic bags because I didn't have anything to put the chips in. Mm -hmm. And I got like one of their pre wrapped deli sandwiches because I got one in the past and it was good. So I was like, oh, let's get one again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hmm, this is a cold sandwich. What if I try heating it up in the air fryer? Mm -hmm. And you're so right.
0: Creativity. It
1: was so good because it doesn't make the bread hard. It makes it Mm -hmm. crunchy, like crispy, but not Mm -hmm. hard. And the contents of the sandwich still get warmed up. I love it. One time
0: I got pizza from this brewery, from Explorium Brewery in Milwaukee, and their pizza is so good. And I took some leftovers home and the next day I was like, I want to eat these this pizza. And I opened the container. You know how pizza like looks disgusting after it's been in the fridge for like a day? Yes. I was like, ew. And I was just like, whatever, I'm just gonna put it in the air fryer. It came out looking exactly the way it came out when they brought that oh. shit to our table. I was like, I don't know what kind of magic just went on in that air fryer, but I
1: know. This is your PSA, you guys.
0: Get an in an air fryer I'm because
1: actually, even if I spent my own money, I think. I'm just going to assume he struck while the iron was hot and got the Cyber Monday deal and paid $150 for this air fryer, which I think is typically like $200. Mm-hmm. But even if I paid $200 of my own money for this air fryer, it would be such a good investment. Yeah. Because I'm going to use this thing all the time. It also- And toasts, you have a pretty nice one. Baits, yeah. And it lifts up to get out of the way, which I love. That's why I wanted Ooh. this one. Shout out to Nick for doing the research that found that one. Uh, but I love it. We should stop talking about air fryers. but you know. We've
0: been going on that for a long time. I'm glad you like your air fryer,
1: though. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, let's just get into the actual meat of what we're talking about. Once again, this week, I I think Hollywood is just asleep between holidays because there really wasn't a lot for entertainment, but it has been a rich week for news, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Really rich week for news. So the first thing I want to touch on, I originally was going to. Draw some of the things he actually said and include a trigger warning, but I decided against that. So I'm not actually going to say anything that Kanye said uh, or Yay. I'm just going to keep calling him Kanye. Uh, the things he said on his interview with Alex Jones on, on InfoWars, but I'm not going to say anything. So what happened was, if you didn't hear, Kanye went on to InfoWars with Alex Jones and his buddy Nicholas Fuentes the white nationalist that he had dinner with with trump they went on Mm -hmm. infowars and kanye was wearing like a face mask not a not a i don't know just a mask over his whole it was
0: giving kim at the met gala last year or two years ago oh yeah like the dementor looking thing yeah yeah Yeah. so his
1: whole face was covered but it was him and he just said a whole shit ton of i told you it was bad anti-semitic things You did tell me about this, and I did watch the interview, and now I believe you. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's bad. It's it's bad. If you are genuinely (laughs) interested in, in what he said, you can look it up if you want, but it includes Holocaust denying and... Hitler praising and and you
0: know it's bad when Alex Jones is like the voice of reason trying to like bring you back on track and you're like going off the rails. Hey, I, I don't want to give
1: him that much credit. He well, was not the okay, voice, I of, say reason, the voice of reason, it, reason but it, I would say it's entertaining <laughs> watching that and seeing him basically be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> because you also know that he's doing that in the aftermath of all the fucking money he lost because of his Sandy Hook lies, which yeah, we'll, you know, we'll get back right. to again in a little bit. Uh, but it's interesting. And then Nick Fuentes is mm-hmm. just sitting there off to the side, like basically smiling and rubbing his hands Ew. together. Because he, Ew. not like literally, but metaphorically, because <laughs> you know he's just loving the shit. So it was just a really, really bad interview. And a couple of things happened after this interview in the wake of it. So uh, his Twitter account, Kanye's Twitter account, has been su- suspended again because he shared an image of a swastika inside like a Star of David. And Elon Musk said, "Okay, maybe I shouldn't have let you back on." So, he well, said, he he shared
0: he shared that image, and then it stayed up for so long. And then he shared an ugly picture of Elon Musk, and then his profile got immediately taken off.
1: Yeah, that is important context. So, <laughs> you be the judge of what yeah. actually sparked <laughs> Elon to take him off yet again, and we'll see how long that sticks. I also wanted to point out the fact that. The uh, House Judiciary Committee GOP, their Twitter account, put out a tweet in October (laughs) that just said Kanye, period, Elon, period, Trump, period. And following this interview, they deleted that tweet.
0: They finally (laughs) deleted it. (laughs) (laughs) Huge shout out to all the people on Twitter that were like checking periodically. Between October and now to see when they were going to delete that because it was inevitable.
1: It's just interesting that that's what did it. Like him saying literally, I like Hitler. That's what made him take it down.
0: Also, like, I don't know. Just like, what a statement. Like, what? what, Three idiots? What? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh,
1: More Kanye West news. So Parler has terminated their acquisition deal with kanye kanye was set to buy parlor which is the conservative twitter basically at least that's what it likes to think that it is so in october they announced their provisional argument or an argument agreement for kanye to buy parlor and they expect it to close by the end of this year we don't know how much the deal was going to be for that was never disclosed but um yeah that's not happening anymore and i wanted to highlight this quote that Kanye said in a statement when that story initially came out, the story that he was going to buy Parler. He said, in a world where conservative opinions are considered to be controversial, we have to make sure we have the right to freely express ourselves. Don't worry, Kanye, Alex Jones had you covered (laughs) and it didn't really work out for you, now, did it?
0: No, it in fact did not.
1: And speaking of Alex Jones, I told you we'd come back to him so mm-hmm. he has filed for personal bankruptcy. Uh, he filed for chapter 11 in a Texas court on Friday. And in the documents, he estimates his assets to be worth between 1 million and $10 million, but his liabilities are between 1 billion and $10 billion. <laughs> um, part of this is because of like we talked about before um, the Sandy hook lawsuits that he lost very dramatically and and i think it was i don't even remember how much money but it was in the millions and millions of dollars he owed to the family so i'm sure that's the mm-hmm. cause of part of it but also he's a fucking dingbat who gives yeah. platforms to people like kanye west and nick Fuentes. so this makes a me noob
0: laugh.
1: <laughs> uh this this segment actually could be called conservative lunatic suffering because <laughs> it continues <laughs> for the next story so, another conservative media <laughs> platform, True Social. we talked oh, about that before. That's Trump's oh social media platform of choice now that he's been banned from Twitter. And remember, Elon invited him back on Twitter and he said, and He no, said, I I'm good. Nah, I'm good, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, Trump made this post last week. I'm just going to read it. Or part of it. It said... Do you throw the presidential election results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner? Or do you have a new election? A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. So basically Mm -hmm. Trump was Mm -hmm. calling for the termination of the Constitution over on True Social. And this caused a wave of what what few allies he has left either – still supporting him or jumping ship because of this and and uh it was full of a bunch of plausible deniability on the gop side especially from our pal mitch mcconnell his statement was let's just say lackluster (laughs) uh but it was funny because yesterday all of a sudden trump denied ever posting that and he (laughs) he made a new post where he said, the fake news is actually trying to convince the American people that I said I wanted to, quote, terminate the Constitution. This is simply more disinformation and lies. Oh, my God. But it's funny because at the time of him posting that, the original post was still up. He didn't even delete it. Wow. He so right try. beneath it, it said, <laughs> we terminate the Constitution. The Constitution. <laughs> so it's just an absolute madhouse over there. And I didn't have enough time to put this on the outline, but a New York court held his uh his company responsible in tax fraud today that came out a couple hours ago so i really think the trump train is if it's not already off the rails it's heading there hopefully i'm
0: I'm honestly really looking forward to this like gop civil war that we're going to be having the next two years because i really think it's going to be just absolute chaos and just watching them scramble because they can't get it together is going to be hilarious
1: It's funny because I would have never thought that the phrases GOP and civil war would be associated in that way before the midterms, before it was, (laughs) they were together for a different way. And you're right. It's very funny to watch everyone point fingers. And They're
0: fighting. They can't decide if they want to support Kanye or say that he's crazy. They can't decide if they want to support Trump or say that he's crazy. They can't decide. They don't know what they're doing.
1: They're mad. They're fighting. It's really cute. Yeah. And we're going to get even more of that probably because it also looks like, I mean, fingers crossed, looks like Warnock is going to win the Georgia runoff election tonight as results are coming in. So I'm sure that'll also cause more finger pointing.
0: Of course. I mean, (laughs) I don't know if you saw the Herschel Walker um, SNL skit from this weekend, but they know he's a fucking (laughs) dumbass.
1: Well, it's wild. I actually watched this video like an hour ago that the Young Turks did where they went to Georgia to interview folks and specifically, like, let's just say the non blue counties in Georgia. Mm. And some of the things they were saying as to why they voted for Herschel, it's really interesting, of course, because you have all these white people on camera, and their two candidates are both black men. And so It's just so interesting because it's like they're almost trying to, even though they're conservative, they're almost trying to tiptoe around the race thing. And it goes back to Jesus, which is wild because Warnock is literally literally, Oh, my
0: God. I know. That's the funniest part to me. It's (laughs) wild
1: that they will look at the camera and they're literally saying, oh, I voted for Herschel because he walks with God. He's a man of the cloth. And it's like, okay, you're mad. You're basically (laughs) mad because Warnock supports abortion and women's rights. Even though, remember that little accusation about Herschel Walker paying for abortions? Oh my God, little accusation, big ass
0: accusation with proof.
1: (laughs) It's just wild because more than a few people said something to the effect of, like, when when asked about that, they said something to the effect of, like, oh, well, we shouldn't be judging people on their past actions. People grow, people change. The irony.
0: I love it. Oh, the irony. They'll be like, well, uh, sin is (laughs) sin. It's like, okay. If sin is sin, (laughs) why can't you apply that to everything else? It's it's fucking wild. It is
1: wild. So you're right. Even though it's like, oh my God, the the next two years are going to be like mildly horrifying and things might get worse, but it's also going to be very entertaining.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. And it's funny because, like, again, like, I feel like the Democrats don't necessarily have like this level of an issue because, like, the voters are honestly like we will just submit to like the best that we can get because we know that like this is what we have to deal with. But these two like the Republicans are so fucking loyal to specific like people yeah. and, like figures that like they're fighting because they can't be unified on one issue or one message. Whereas like we're like, yeah, I mean, we all don't like Joe Biden, but like this is the best we can do. At least he's doing X, Y, Z or like he's not doing X, Y, Z. And so watching them refuse to do that is like, you guys are stupid.
1: Yeah, Democrats, like, definitely there's unification for the most part about issues. I think it varies depending on class and generation. And
0: age, yeah, for sure.
1: But uh, yeah, you're totally right when you say that on the right, there's people that have such undying loyalty to specific politicians for no reason, no matter what they do. Like Trump and whatnot. So it's just crazy. It's crazy, but we'll see what happens.
0: And yet we are supposed to be the, the sheep.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's you hit the nail on the head. It's like, if I could press a button and invite him and be out of office, I would do it.
0: Of course he's not
1: doing shit. And neither no. are, are a lot of the other corporate Democrats that are currently like in our government, but I, I can't change that. I, I don't right, know. Right. Like it's I, the really, thing is, I did the best talked, I could do. Yeah, we talked about this before, too. It's like it's kind of sad that we're at this point, but it's almost more important to safeguard and shield against people that actively want to ruin our democracy Mm -hmm. than it is to try and vote for folks that will actually help us. And it sucks because it's just unfortunate no matter what you do in the primary. It's it seems like it doesn't you know, it's
0: I know, I know
1: the primaries are really important, you guys, if you didn't know that already. Yeah, Um, vote in
0: the primaries.
1: Yeah, but like once we're past the primary stage, there's really nothing you could do except just vote for the blue person. So mm-hmm. no, <laughs> anyway, totally going off on a tangent, but Trump, Kanye, Elon, Alex Jones, they're all having a really <laughs> bad week and it's really funny. I mean, yeah, it's not should... it's not what Kanye said is not funny. We strongly condemn it. I just mean like all of them just rolling down a hill in quick succession is at
0: the same time. Funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, Kanye's an absolute bastard. Like fuck that yeah, guy fuck
0: on you and, yeah. and Alex
1: Jones and all of them really. Yeah. But we shouldn't have to say that. Like if you're listening to this, I hope you know that's obvious. <laughs>
0: I hope you do. If you don't, um find
1: please, God. Please leave. <laughs> find God. Find God. Go have a talk with Herschel Walker about God. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my last bit of news is completely removed from politics, but I want to talk about it because it was very interesting to me. <laughs> so The Oxford English Dictionary has picked their 2022 word of the year. It's not one word. It's actually two. And I want to talk about it because I've never heard of this phrase before. Wait, you haven't? It's so funny. No, I have never. Before I read the story, I had never heard of this phrase. Not once in my life. So apparently you have. So they picked goblin mode as the 2022 (laughs) word of the year and it is a slang term defined as quote a type of behavior which is unapologetically self-indulgent lazy slovenly or greedy typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations (laughs) and i think it reflect it best reflects the ethos and mood of the past 12 months never heard of this before
0: that's hilarious. I think it, like, honestly has come back, like, come into circulation because of, like, Green Goblin reappearing in um, Spider-Man. Really? That's and what did it? I genuinely feel it like, because it's, like, I feel like that's where it has to originate from. Otherwise, I don't know where else, like, what else people would mean by Goblin mode, you know? And yeah. it kind of makes the most sense, like, okay, he's in Goblin mode, you know? Like <laughs> but i just think the word goblin is really funny and i think it's even funnier that like this is the word of the year
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know what the alternative would have been but i, hate, I at the like risk it of sounding like an old man i don't get it
0: <laughs> like i mean that's what i like about slang though i feel like it's it's really like there's there's no one meaning there's like these Companies can like try their best to define what people mean when they say slang terms, but it can mean literally anything.
1: (laughs) I guess so. But like, I'm just thinking like, I'm just thinking like, is this a, I, I sound so old or out of touch. Is this like a synonym for lazy? So like after this, when I'm laying on the couch, see, can I say like oh, I'm in goblin I mode? See, I
0: almost wouldn't think of it as I wouldn't even say lazy. <laughs> like I always thought of goblin mode as like more of like going against like what they said, rejecting social norms or expectations. I wouldn't say like lazy. I, I don't know where but they like got how? that other stuff. Like
1: is goblin mode like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. You're just uh, like is it in a, a silly, thing? goofy mood. I get it. You're
0: just in a silly, goofy <laughs> mood. <laughs> I, I would say, it. like, what Kanye, maybe not before all the, like, raging anti-Semitic comments, but, like, before when he would just start acting weird, I would say, like, that's goblin
1: mode. But <laughs> well, why would people want to associate with that? <laughs>
0: well, I don't no, know. I don't know. It's just, I don't, okay, you know what? Stop asking. <laughs> I God.
1: Feel, I feel silly. I don't know. Okay, Am yeah, you feel mode? silly when you start, when
0: you start dissecting <laughs> slang terms. Hold on. Wait, let me see what Urban Dictionary says.
1: That might be helpful because I feel like the, that would be more helpful the, than the, the folks over Oxford.
0: Oxford it's like yeah, these British people in a
1: room trying to figure out what goblin mode. Yeah,
0: means. goblin mode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Okay, when you lose yourself, so you resort to becoming a goblin. <laughs> okay, here's an example. Person one, I don't really know who I am anymore. Person two, looks like you're going goblin mode. <laughs>
1: Wait, what? That feels okay, like something wait, wait. this, this completely is completely different is than what they said.
0: When you are in an extreme reckless mode, feeling very mischievous and lack of concern for the well-being of others, normally caused by consuming lots of alcohol.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, I... quote,
0: I saw my roommate Zach chug three, four uh, locos on someone's Snapchat story. I really hope when he comes home tonight he isn't in goblin mode. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the
1: fuck? This is so interesting.
0: I feel like those are those two are the best definitions. I, think I genuinely I'm starting don't know to get where it. the Oxford people. I would say when people like when you're just being reckless and like silly or like crazy and you know don't really care what other people think. Okay, that's that makes Scotland more mode.
1: sense than what they said because i yeah. read that. I don't and I just know just where they like, got huh? that. I don't
0: know where they got that from.
1: Although I love the word slovenly We need to bring that back.
0: Slovenly.
1: It's a great word. Anyway, that's, word. that's all I got for news.
0: Cool. All right. Speaking of musical news, um, very exciting for both of us, I think. Um, finally, bro. SZA is finally dropping her sophomore album SOS on Friday, which is crazy. I think we talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, but we knew it was coming in December. But now we know when it's actually coming, and I thought it was going to be like way later, so I'm really happy. <laughs> um, Stoked and about this, yeah, she released the track list yesterday and it has 23 that's songs, it's long. I'm okay, this. is it actually
1: long, or do we think because we talked about this? I don't like this new trend of like two minute songs,
0: but even regardless, Go. that's still that's that's a lot of minutes of music yeah but
1: i'd rather there be like half as much and then be like four minute songs and have 25 two minute songs i know that I won't guess. be the case because like good days is on there and that song's like True. five minutes long
0: but i feel like even but. so that's better than the fucking Silk sonic album being like 40 minutes oh. but whatever i'm really excited. Well, we'll about
1: that this is going to be a midnight listen for sure oh 100 five years 100
0: <laughs> i'm very excited um Actually, it'll be a good midnight listen
1: because Thursday night uh, is when I have my holiday get together with my work. Be a little tipsy. Oh yeah, (laughs) so maybe I won't even make it home by midnight. We'll see. Oh, oh my gosh, (laughs) you guys!
0: Zach is getting reckless. It's It's funny because
1: today we had our staff meeting. We were talking about it, and so our escape room starts at five thirty, and then we're getting dinner afterward. But Lauren specifically said, "Just letting you guys know." There's bars around if you want to keep the party going. And in my head, I was like, no, nope. gotcha, gotcha.
0: <laughs>
1: so we'll see.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I'm very looking, very much looking forward to that for you. Um, Cause I just, I can't wait to be on the receiving end of the drunk Snapchats and maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll get a crying phone call.
1: Okay. We'll that's a, that's a new year's Eve specific thing. So you hush, you're making me seem like a drunk. I only hey. do that on new year's Eve. <laughs> Hey, um, let's not
0: make fun of people who cry when they're drunk because Lord knows, homegirl be sobbing. (laughs) I be sobbing. IBS. I be sobbing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) enough about me. Did you just
1: come up with that, or have you heard that somewhere?
0: (laughs) No, I literally just said
1: that. She said, "I have IBS syndrome. I be sobbing." sobbing.
0: I think I need a T-shirt with that. If someone could give me that, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, Billboard just released all of their like top of blank of 2022. Um, so I just wanted to read some of them because I think some of them are very interesting. Um, if y'all remember, "Heat Waves" by Glass Animals was a big song on the charts uh, for some reason. I I I can't say I I contributed to this, but how's that one go again? Even me, bringing me. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um so it was named the Top Hot 100 song of 2022 and the top streaming song of 2022.
1: Wait, I have a quick question. These aren't by measure or quality. This is simply like numbers. This is
0: just numbers. Yeah, and it's uh, across okay. all streaming platforms, all oh, purchasing gotcha. platforms. Like yeah. it's overall in the music industry, not just like platform specific.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: Mhm. And then Bad Bunny was named the top artist of 2022 and his album, Un Verano Sinti, is the top Billboard 200 album of 2022, which that makes sense. Of course, everybody loves Bad Bunny. Um, and then As It Was by Harry Styles is the top global song of 2022. What's and the this, difference between see, that
1: and the hot 100 song and top streaming song?
0: I don't think so. I don't think those other charts are global, whereas this global one is global.
1: Then they should put USA or domestic in front of the heat waves. Well,
0: level. they also have a chart that's global minus USA, because I think the US it's has confusing. such a strong influence on the um on the charts. They have they do have some charts that are without US numbers, which is also really interesting. Hmm. But um yeah, no, no more questions.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Hey, just aren't, I'm you, just, I'm just aren't you aren't you grateful I'm investing I'm, in this story? I am
0: grateful. Thank you for listening. Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda is the top Hot 100 songwriter of 2022, basically for all of his work on the Encanto soundtrack, which is good for him, I guess, kind of silly, but I guess that's, that's, that's what he does. Um, and Adele wins top album sales of 2022, but important to note that Taylor Swift's Midnight was number two, which is kind of insane because that album literally just came out. So these Um, are, sorry,
1: I'm asking more questions. Sales, like people still buy albums? Are these um, the folks that, that still do buy albums? This is those numbers. Yeah.
0: And I think that includes like you know, purchasing physical copies. So like vinyl. They do have a separate vinyl sales chart, but I didn't really think that was as important because I feel like those numbers are just inflated simply because Taylor Swift makes six different versions of the same album for you to buy on vinyl. So, like, yeah, no really? shit. Midnights is gonna be the top out al- vinyl sale of the year. Yup. Anyway, um, <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of just some highlights from their top list. They put all of the lists on their Instagram. So if you're interested, you can just look on their Instagram. This is a non-sponsored podcast. Mm. Um, Speaking of Taylor Swift, this is just kind of funny, actually. I did laugh. Um, more than two dozen Taylor Swift fans <laughs> are suing Ticketmaster over its botched presale for the Ares Tour, accusing the company of anti-competitive conduct and fraud and other forms of wrongdoing, which is... Actually, it's not that surprising to me that there's more than two dozen Taylor Swift fans that have the time, energy, and money to go through this. Um, I don't see this working out in their favor because you basically sign away all of your rights yeah, as soon gonna as you lose. click, I agree <laughs> to the terms and conditions. And babe, you think they didn't put this stuff in the terms and conditions? Come yeah. on
1: now, they're gonna lose. I think this is idiotic. Do you think this has anything to do with? Remember that TikTok I sent you, and it was like that white, like, white lady standing behind a wall of text, and it was like, "If you would like to join a class action lawsuit against Ticketmaster, please respond to this TikTok. My email is open." I wonder if she was involved. That shit was so funny.
0: I hope so. Sorry, I had to take a pause because, um, yeah, Shuri, was is, like, where'd you go? <laughs> was eating a hair clip that oh, she girl. found somewhere. This would have destroyed your stomach, child. <laughs> A vet trip, expensive vet trip waiting to happen. So glad I caught that. RIP to my hair clip though. God damn. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. <laughs> um yeah, yes to all of that. Um I wouldn't be surprised if it was that lady on TikTok. I don't know. Again, they're discovering organizing now. So this <laughs> is first up. Um, which organizing does work according to my sweatshirt. But okay, sorry.
1: Why are you apologizing?
0: (laughs) I don't know because you just stared at me like I wasn't funny.
1: (laughs) No, I was just thinking about how before we started recording and we were looking at, we're both wearing hoodies. I thought yours Mm -hmm. said organizing storks because I saw feathers. Oh my God.
0: It has an eagle on it. If y'all don't know, Uh, I have so I have Crooked Media merch that says organizing works and it has an eagle on it, like a bald eagle because like, you know, America.
1: I thought, okay. Okay. Look though. So hold it up again. Okay. Okay. So there's like an eagle and then there's a random like splat behind it and see how like the tip of the splat comes out of the wing i thought that was like the stork head and so oh, i thought
0: yeah, yeah. I, I
1: genuinely thought and that? this is granted this is only about like five seconds oh. of
0: wait i just noticed the eagles holding like a little megaphone
1: Oh, that's cute. That's
0: so cute.
1: Also, you lifted (laughs) your hoodie up a little too high, girl. (laughs) Did you see my
0: boobs? Oh, my God. (laughs) I
1: saw under boob. Yeah. Damn. No. (laughs) Let's get back on track. Anyway, it doesn't say organizing storks, but I thought maybe it was a band or something. I don't know.
0: Organizing storks. (laughs) If anyone that does work in the industry wants to start a band called organizing storks, I would be down for that. Noted. Okay. All right,
1: let's move on to entertainment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don't have lots to say. So basically the only venue of entertainment news that occurred in the past week was CCXP, which is basically Brazilian Comic-Con. And apparently it's big because I feel like each year we keep getting more and more reveals coming out of that convention. So this year we got a couple of notable trailers that I wanted to discuss. We did also get a Last of Us trailer, but I didn't put that on the outline because – I guess I'm just like, I'm going to watch the show, but I already know what happens. So it wasn't like a, ooh, like this trailer's got me intrigued because I'm expecting the show to play out like the game story. What if it doesn't though? Then I'll be upset. So (laughs) anyway, but we got uh, our first trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. We actually watched it together because I was at your place. Uh, I'm excited because I love the Guardians films. I love Guardians 2. I love that movie. That's actually probably I feel like for the longest time pre-Endgame that was my favorite MCU film. Really? Yeah. I I feel like I've told you this.
0: I didn't realize you liked it that much though.
1: I do because it's actually like about stuff. I feel like Marvel films aren't typically about stuff. And Guardians 2 is about like family and trauma and shit like that and It
0: is really emotional. I that it's was like dead. one of the first Marvel movies like or let me think. Actually, yeah, that might have been one of the first Marvel movies I saw in theaters that was 2017. Uh, after 2017. Yeah, after Avengers, because I like really fell off with watching them. Um, So like I saw Avengers in theater in 2012. And then kind of after that, I just didn't see anymore. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But I distinctly remember going to see Guardians 2. I didn't know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy. I hadn't seen the first one, but my friend really wanted to go. So I was like, okay, yeah, we'll go. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, of course, the Guardian soundtracks are great. Yes. Um, Love that about them. And I love that they do like the score and soundtrack first and then make the movie to the score
1: Yeah, it's a testament to, I guess, the writing in James Gunn that Chris Mm -hmm. Pratt, the idea of Chris Pratt being in it doesn't bother me. Like, I could also, I could go back and watch Guardians 2 or Guardians 1 and not be bothered by his presence. I just love them. And so, very excited about this. It looks really good. I've heard that it's going to be a very emotional, Robert, Robert. Robert. Rocket. Rocket. Rocket uh story so that should be interesting and i know i'm nervous i'm also nervous about
0: um drax because dave bautista has literally said he is not playing this character anymore so i'm like "Uh, well we know that
1: we know that james gunn he's very smart for this he apparently filmed multiple character deaths so that no one knows in the actual edit who's actually supposed to die so it'll be a surprise Which I like because these leaks are just getting out of control. It's
0: insane. Yeah. No, this will be good. Yeah. They should have done that with No Way Home, honestly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for sure. That would have been incredible. Uh, But yeah, I don't, to be honest, I think I mentioned this to you before. I'm not really interested in seeing Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania like Thursday night. It just is not gripping me. I'm like, okay, fine. But Guardians 3, I'll be there again because love the Guardians. And then we also got a trailer for Indiana Jones 5, The Dial of Destiny. Mm -hmm. Our last Indiana Jones film was way back in 2008 with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And Spielberg directed that. Spielberg has actually directed all of the Indiana Jones films, but he is not directing this one.
0: Was the last one really that old?
1: Yeah, it was 14 years ago. I thought there was
0: one a little bit newer.
1: No, it was 14 years ago. And by the time this next one comes out, it'll be 15. Yeah. So did you watch this, by the way?
0: I watched the trailer. Um, Yeah. Shamefully, I haven't seen any Indiana Jones movies. I know. I know. know. Okay. If anything, Um, you need to watch. I know. I need to watch Raiders. I know. uh, I know. My dad loves Raiders. And he always, all the time, he's like, you need to watch that. And I'm like, okay, then why didn't you show it to me? That's (laughs) on you. That's on you, homie. He showed me the Goonies. He showed me Star Wars. He did not show me Indiana Jones. So I don't know. Don't, I don't know.
1: It's not my fault. And again, that John Williams score just Ugh. comes in, and it's iconic. So, like when it finally came in in the trailer, I was like, "Yes!" And I'm also, like
0: shivers down your
1: spine. Even though I have not seen Fleabag, which is a great shortcoming of mine, I love Phoebe Waller-Bridge, and I so know
0: I'm I saw very she excited it.
1: for her to be in it. And of course, all the man babies came out on Twitter, and they were like. <laughs> women
0: feminists suck they're gonna ruin this movie
1: even though it has like a male director and male screenwriters and shut the fuck they're up. just so dumb they <laughs>
0: don't like it when any woman that's not like margot robbie or um like kate upton or like you know girls that look like that they don't yeah. like it when women that don't look like that are in movies like in leading roles <laughs>
1: basically yeah yeah
0: but they're like where's the
1: tits <laughs> pretty much yeah and we're
0: like um this woman has a lot of talent and is stunning and really funny so shut the fuck up
1: i think she's gonna be great she looks right at home in this franchise i love her and we should
0: watch fleabag together because i do want to watch it
1: we should is it like over over because it's been a few years and only had two seasons right
0: i would i don't know if it's over over but i feel like we could watch it and you know Mm. i don't think there's anything new coming out anytime soon maybe we should
1: Yeah. yeah But I'm glad that she's not, she's not supposed to be playing like the romantic interest, which is great because oh, love that. if Harrison Ford is going to have a romantic interest, it should be someone his age. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I, cause I think there's a line where she says that she's his goddaughter. Mm. So it seems oh, like yeah, that's yeah. off the table, which is good. I uh, hope to God <laughs> it's off the
0: table. If there's some weird, I mean, I get that godparents aren't necessarily always like blood related relatives, but still Ew, like that's no. kind of creepy. Let's yeah, not. No. It's giving Let, grooming.
1: Let's <laughs> not. And another notable thing with this film is that apparently they're going to be implementing extensive de-aging technology on Harrison Ford.
0: They showed some of it in the trailer. They
1: did, and it looked really good. I mean, it's come a long way. In the last, <laughs> it did like, look 10 years. But there's some confusion about like what that's going to be used for because I saw there were some set pictures. I think this was like over the summer, where Indy was fighting off like literal Roman soldiers so people are like is there time travel in this movie or is these flashbacks oh. or what's going on i mean dial of destiny could be like a time travel could thing. be
0: anything yeah Uno.
1: so i mean kingdom of the crystal skull got pretty fucking crazy there was literally aliens in that movie That's so we'll see but i mean i'll i'll watch it, it I'll looks watch, good to yeah, me well i'll watch the Love first a good one. adventure yeah you need to watch Raiders.
0: adventure is fun I feel like I'm going to be forced to watch this one regardless because you like Indiana Jones and are excited about this. And I don't know if you know this, my pal Morgan loves Indiana Jones, oh. loves Harrison Ford. She's the one that showed me the trailer actually over the weekend. We were sitting down, and she was like, "You have to watch this," and I was like, "Okay."
1: <laughs> yeah, you should watch Raiders with her before you see the film. And uh, oh, what is it? Is it Temple of Doom with Short Round, Shia I LaBeouf, K- oh. K- oh. Little BB Kwan. you oh, didn't know this. Oh yeah.
0: No, I did know yeah. this. You're right. I think it's Temple You're of right. Doom.
1: Aww. Yeah, just little BB. Little
0: BB. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. I know him from the Goonies, so.
1: Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> anyway, I'm done with entertainment. Told you there wouldn't be a lot.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, I feel like I'll be a lot good, next week either. I have some good juicy stuff for pop culture this week. So you
1: do. And I'm actually looking forward to a couple of these because it's like things I've heard, but I need more elaboration. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: That's of good stuff. Okay. So if you didn't know, um, SNL was super black this weekend and had Kiki Palmer and SZA as host and musical guests respectively. And during her opening monologue, Kiki Palmer announced that she's pregnant. And that's just so exciting. I don't like kids, but I like it when people are happy <laughs> with their kids. So I'm happy for Kiki. Um, it was actually really funny how she did it. She was like, people have been commenting on my social media saying Kiki's pregnant, Kiki's present pregnant. And she was like, I'm here to set the record straight. And then she like opens her jacket and goes, I am. And shows us a baby bump. And it was so cute, which I feel like she had to do because a lot of the sketches, like, like she's getting pregnant enough where like, you can see it. Like, Even if she's wearing baggy clothes, like you can tell she has a bump. So like a lot of the sketches that she did, of course, were, I mean, it was Saturday Night Live. So like people even just in the audience could like see her full body. So I feel like that would have gotten difficult to hide had she not announced it then. So I think that's really special and really fun. So good for her. Um, And this, this week had some really good sketches, like. Keenan, they did like a a Keenan and Kel reboot called Keenan and Kelly with Kiki and Keenan, and then of course they did the um Big Boys song with SZA, which I've been listening to over and over again. Oh my god! I want them to put it on Spotify, it, please. Um, and then um, they actually the the cold open was a Herschel Walker skit, which was actually really fucking funny because I think he's so stupid, and they just were like making fun of the fact that he's a dumbass. So that was great. I forget. Was a good week.
1: Do you watch SNL like all the time or do you just watch it when people are on you're interested time. In?
0: <clears throat> I really only watch if it's like people that I'm interested in or if there's like sketches that I've heard that are really funny. I'll like go back and watch them on YouTube because SNL puts the YouTube videos up like the same night. Yeah. Um. Or I usually end up just seeing a lot of the good stuff like on Twitter. So um, it just depends. But it's on Hulu. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can always catch up if you want. Um, okay. Next this story. This is the thing. I've, I'm so um, fucking excited about this because I texted my parents about it and we have been like in our little group chat, like making fun of these two. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. Well, oh, there's lots of information. There, here. There's a lot of information.
0: <laughs> this is kind of going to be a little bit long winded, but I wanted to make sure everybody had all the details because at first I just had like one aspect of the story and I was like, well, this might feel a little out of context. So I kind of started from the beginning. Okay. So last Wednesday, Daily Mail published a bunch of photos of um, Good Morning America hosts or anchors TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, Robat, Rob, how do you you think it's Robach, Robach? Okay. I don't know these white people's last names. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the two of them um, having, you know, having a little PDA moment and people were like, oh, because they're both in separate marriages. Interesting. Like meaning um, they
1: have their own marriages to other mm-hmm. people.
0: I yes. See. Yes. So then since then, a source has told People Magazine that both of them have since have separated from their marriages and have been seeing each other only since they were single. However, Daily Mail and Page Six are both reporting that this is not true, that they started seeing each other while they were training for a half marathon together back in March. Mm-hmm. Which... If you're training for a half marathon with your coworker, that's that's a little. I don't know. That's uh, kind of. I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I, like, I, I, I Could be friends.
1: I don't know. Okay, aren't don't Audience, you think you're kind of you decide you're, you're kind of perpetuating the idea that straight men and women can't be friends?
0: Yeah, they can't. <laughs> men are trash. I don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> okay. Anyway. following the news they both deactivated their instagram accounts seemingly like confirming that they are a couple um but that didn't stop things from resurfacing oh no no um this is kind of annoying um in 2020 tj holmes dedicated a post to his wife like for their anniversary where he wrote Despite my best efforts, she remained married to me the past 10 years. That's not hyperbole. I'm not being dramatic. I gave her plenty of reasons, excuses, and opportunities to walk her fine ass out the door. And it's like, why would you say that? This, what the fuck? This
1: is another example of men either thinking it's funny or whatever to just be like, oh, my fucking wife marriage sucks. like constantly yeah. riffing on their marriage. It's like, it's you so married with that person, right?
0: Like, okay, shut up. Also, like, why are you like laughing at the fact that you're a bad husband? That sucks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you could, if you wanted to leave, you could just leave. It's leave. called divorce. Divorce, babes, uh, divorce. Babe. Divorce, babes, yeah, yeah. divorce. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that happened. Um, so since then, TJ and Amy. Um, Haven't really said much. Of course, they deactivated their Instagram. However, they made like this weird joke while they were on air this week where um, TJ said, it's too bad it's Friday. It's been a great week. Like, okay. And then Amy replied, speak for yourself. I'm very excited about the weekend and I'm sure everyone else is too. We all love our Fridays around here. (laughs) Like, okay. Okay. I, yeah, weird. I, I was like, I put in our notes, I do not like this man's vibe. He's very weird. <laughs> um and then Variety reported, I think early like just yesterday or two days ago, that during an editorial call with ABC News employees, um, ABC News president Kim Goodwin announced that Holmes and Robot, Robach? Robach?
1: Robach.
0: Sorry. I don't I literally <laughs> They've been benched um, from appearing on the show for a little while saying that the goings-on had become an internal and external disruption and wanted to do what's best for the organization. So we will not be seeing much of these two lovebirds anytime soon. Interesting. I just love when people, when there's like workplace drama that happens, you know, at regular workplaces. I love when this shit happens like in the most <laughs> public of workplaces. It's like, y'all are nasty
1: yeah I have complicated thoughts on this sort of thing I mean I've talked about it in the past where it's like I don't it I don't know why but I just can't get too mad about like affairs
0: yeah well because and it's I said like this-
1: that's their own business and I but I could see especially since they're like on camera I can see why they would be benched and why I think the word disruption mm-hmm. is a good word to use yeah
0: yeah um I said this to my parents too because at first they were like no they're gonna stay on as hosts and I and my mom sent that to the group chat and I was like well yeah I think that's a good decision because like and this was like I think I think like late last week so I feel like things hadn't gotten too big yet where they had said they weren't going to like punish them in any way and I was like well yeah like having an affair isn't a crime and like yeah it's a little bit inappropriate and it sucks for the other people involved in the marriage but yeah like that's their business Um, but now that it's getting like to be a big deal and I feel like it's gotten worse on Twitter, even just in the last few days where people are like sharing video clips of them interacting, like even like on the show interacting and being like, oh, you see that, like, you know, overanalyzing things. I can see how it has probably become a distraction for them just as a workplace, as a business. Um, so I think this was probably the right call, but yeah, I think, um, in most cases, yeah affairs aren't crimes however i feel like with workplaces though especially when it involves power dynamics like we talked about this with the whole try guys thing it's just like okay yeah i still think
1: the try guys thing was was hyperbole i mean i get why he ned was removed and especially with that sort of thing too like also on camera and i could see why the other three guys would feel like that relationship was irreparable and that would affect the dynamics in the videos that they create but i just think like the cultures latching onto that was hyperbole and it was a lot i don't know people just love a good affair
0: i've gone on about this i feel like i don't need to say more but no what
1: you said like if you guys go back to the I think it was our It was like our first, first episode, episode of this season. Yeah. We talked about the try guys. I think what you said actually makes a lot of sense. I don't remember exactly what you said, but I remember agreeing oh. with it. So
0: <laughs> I was basically talking about how it just upsets me to see how this impacts women um yes. in a really bad way and I'm just getting frustrated with seeing it over and over and again because it's always idea. the men that do it. Of course.
1: Always, I mean, it sounds like Amy also cheated on her husband, but for the most part is men.
0: Yeah, no, for, yeah, for the most part <laughs> It is men. Um, very weird, but whatever. toxic,
1: weird, annoying men.
0: <sighs> yeah. It's like, shut up. <laughs> okay. Um, this is just like a fun little tidbit that I saw earlier today, but I guess I didn't know Tinder did this, but the dating app Tinder releases a year in swipe. I feel like everybody's hopping on the year this year trend now with all these like random facts that they roll out at the end of the year. But, um, Tinder does like a year in swipe and, they, this year they released like a list of music artists that are the most popular on user profiles. And Bad Bunny is the second most popular Spotify artist on users' profiles right behind Mac Miller.
1: It's interesting because at least the last time I was on Tinder, which has been like a minute, but you used to be able to like pick one song that was like your anthem or something like that. And it would appear at the yeah. bottom. And I wonder with this artist thing, if it's the same deal where you get to pick which artist shows on your profile, because then this becomes something totally different where it's like this reflects what people think other people want to see maybe, like what will get them I know. swiped on. Well, that's
0: always <laughs> what's tricky. I feel like in general, even like with adding that one song, like the anthem thing, I too have not been on Tinder in probably a year, if not longer, Um, just because oh, it's like gotten to be the <laughs> grossest dating app. Honestly, you guys, it's like, hey, I met I Nick don't... on Tinder. OK, the straight Tinder. It's <laughs> disgusting. Like, seriously, I don't even know how else. It's like the Wild West of dating apps at this point. And I feel like when I was in college, it wasn't that bad. Like Tinder was like the go to. But now, like that there's so many other options. All the like regular people have moved off Tinder onto the other dating apps. And it's just like all weirdos. Um, yeah. So I haven't used it in a while. So I don't know what the music feature is like, but I feel like it it's a toss up. Like there's half people that think that their music taste is like a good aspect of their personality. And so like flaunting that is going to get them swipes. And the other people are like, well, what do girls like? And then that's what they put on their profile. So and vice I- versa <laughs> with men and women. And so I don't really know how genuine this reflects um, like who actually is popular, but I just thought it was funny that it was Mac Miller and bad bunny.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I get it though. I used to judge the shit out of those fucking my anthems. I
0: know I didn't even put one for, or I would put one, like I put like your 3000 by the Jonas brothers. Cause I was like, you can't really like judge me as an adult for that. Like that's just nostalgia.
1: I would change mine a couple of times. Like it definitely would not stay the same for longer than maybe like a month. But yeah, I have to say if someone had that feature on there and it was like. I Morgan know, Wallen.
0: Look, canceled. Oh, I was,
1: I was thinking more. Uh, first of all, gays don't have that. So, <laughs> but if it was like, look what you made me do by Taylor Swift, I'd be like, I'm good. <laughs> like at least pick a better Taylor Swift song.
0: I was going to say that's like the worst Taylor <laughs> Swift song. Awful. Yeah. Like pick cruel
1: summer or something. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway.
0: (laughs) That was just an interesting fact. And now I had like a couple of little like short stories that I was going to put on here. And then I deleted. And then I was like, you know what? I need to just do a little segment called a quick relationship roundup. Because I feel like we've had a lot of relationship news come out in the last like week or so that I feel like I should comment on. Because I know people are going to ask So if you have heard that Tom Holland and Zendaya are engaged, um, I don't think that that's true. No. (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) Um, because Zendaya's mom posted this like random Instagram story where she basically must have just like Googled the definition to what clickbait is and then screenshotted it and put it (laughs) as her story. But I feel like that's her saying like, Y'all need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I don't think Damn. that's true, but you know we'll see. They're pretty serious and they're really private, so it's like you know whatever. But what see, love that's to I love—that's how I know their their it's wedding...
1: real because they're private.
0: Oh my god! I
1: know it's real. <laughs> it needs to be real, you guys. <laughs> I mean,
0: I think we would all love for it to be real. Would love to see them happy, but um, you know what? They're so young too. It's like mm, they're fine. <laughs>
1: um. What is this tone? I thought you were very pro this relationship.
0: I am pro this relationship, but I'm not pro oh. believing in misinformation. Oh, if I'm going to okay. be a fan of this relationship, I need to, to be based on fact, not oh, okay. fiction. Okay. All right. Yeah, Facts, not feelings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then also something that happened this week, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West finally settled their divorce after two years. And I unfortunately did A lot of reading on what was included in their settlement so that y'all don't have to so you're welcome. (laughs) Um, So these are just some highlights. Uh, According to court documents, Kanye has agreed to pay Kim $200,000 a month in child support on top of half of all of their kids medical educational and security expenses. (laughs) <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> it is
1: an obscene so amount money. of money. That's so it's much obscene. money.
0: Especially when you add on, even just like security expenses. Because you know they have mad security all the time. Like that's wild. Um, So that's interesting. And then Kanye's also, which I did not hear this like just in the chatter on the interwebs. But when I read the article, I was like, oh. so remember in January when he bought that house right next to her and everybody was like, oh my God, that's yeah. so annoying. Part of the divorce agreement, he has to give her that house.
1: <laughs> well, what's interesting... Actually, you haven't gotten to the point that I think is interesting yet, so I'll let you continue.
0: Okay. So in addition to having to give her um, the house that he bought right next to right next to her house, which apparently he says he bought to be able to see the kids whenever he want, um, they also ultimately agreed to have shared joint physical and legal custody of their children, which also includes um, both of them being allowed to attend any extracurriculars that the kids have and spend like holidays and birthdays together, but they get to be the ones to decide like what that means. So if they want to do it together, they can, if they want to do it separately, they can too. Um, But I know we've like recently seen people have been like saying that they spotted kim and kanye together at like um saints football games and stuff and it's like that's part of their divorce settlement i guess is that they get to go to the extracurriculars together
1: see this is the interesting part Mm -hmm. noticed how fast kanye has gone downhill after the settling oh and i just wonder i mean kim's very rich sounds like she's gonna get richer with all this child support I wonder if there's any door that's even cracked open for them to revisit this for her to change the custody agreement, because I would not want to share my kids with someone who says I like Hitler. Hitler was I
0: I feel like that's a really good point. Like it's possible. I also in the article that I read feel like her team because Kanye went through five or six divorce lawyers in the last um, two years. They
1: probably couldn't deal with his ass.
0: Yeah. And they were saying that it was him. Like the reason why this, this went on for so long is because um, Kanye was just kind of like fighting and not cooperating with like every little thing that they tried to resolve. And then it was like all of a sudden when stuff started going bad for him, he was like, okay, let's get this done. And then they had their like court hearing, like the jury, they had like a trial this week. And that's why this has all been wrapped up because... He exactly.
1: and it just makes me think. Like I said, it's now that that's over with. If something flipped in his mind where he's like, "Okay, I have nothing left to lose now," so he thinks, and that's when the shit just hit the fan.
0: I feel like she could make a very good case, yeah, for full custody of the yeah, kids. Yeah, because the
1: timing is just too—it's too perfect. Mm-hmm. It's too perfect. Where I would definitely be like, "Look what happened as soon as this was settled." I know. So.
0: Yeah. Oh. interesting okay um something that's made me sad i mean i'm like a little happy for them but you know at the same <laughs> time it's like come on now another man that i love uh, taken off the market um and it was right after chris evans too like come on Give famous man that you
1: do not have access to yeah <laughs>
0: Okay, we're speaking about Simu Liu, Um, Shang Chi, our king. He's so beautiful and cute and funny. I love everything about him. Um, But he made a red carpet debut with his rumored girlfriend, Allison Sue. They stepped out in matching holiday sweaters um, at the Violent Night premiere. So that's cute, or whatever.
1: She's cute, or I was just gonna say she's cute, or whatever. (laughs) I'm looking at a picture right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're cute, or whatever. I like her sweater. Um, Yeah. What a, it's whatever happy <laughs> to see him happy i guess uh okay and then other girlfriend news um after months if not years of thirsty ass tiktoks from charlie pooth which i feel like i blocked him because i could not take it he's anymore.
1: annoying oh, oh my god. god
0: doing way too much on tiktok you guys like <laughs> it's borderline creepy like knowing how many children are on that app Anyway, he uh, confirmed or did a little girlfriend reveal with some woman I've never heard of, Brooke (laughs) Brooke Sansone. I don't know. Who cares? If y'all know her, (laughs) I don't know. But they did a cute little like photo booth situation. Um, and he posted the pictures in his birthday post. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah.
1: Brooke saying someone. I don't know who the fuck she is. Yeah, I don't know,
0: girl. <laughs> you better watch out. Okay. And then um, Zach didn't talk about this, but. Um, if you didn't know on the entertainment side, Harry and Megan are doing a explosive documentary for Netflix, which Zach and I talked about last week. <laughs> we both agree they are doing too much They're okay, yeah, milking you know, the fuck out of this. Yeah,
1: you know I didn't talk about it because I do not care. And in fact, it's actually a little <laughs> bit annoying because they garnered a lot of sympathy from including people like you and me from what they claim to have gone through and all the drama with the royal family and how it was traumatizing and they left the family, blah, blah, blah. And now they're fucking mining it for money that they're going to they make really off of it.
0: And it's like, so I get much. people
1: need to make their bag, but they're also rich people. I'm sure they're, they're not paying from other rent. Avenues. They're
0: living in Tyler yeah. Perry's house. Okay. Don't talk to me until you're paying rent. Yeah.
1: And so it's just annoying. Cause it's like, I mean, not that they don't have the right to do that, but it just comes across as like, okay like i don't know i know no when it, i saw it, the trailer i was like
0: oh no this is not yeah no. <laughs> i just don't I mean, think it was a good move no i don't either and y'all know i love harry and megan like i love them but i
1: don't Do love you this. my dog i know she's like, oh she's growling. Harry and <laughs> Meghan.
0: yeah she's like i am pissed um she's mad I know
1: she is mad.
0: <laughs> But anyway, I put this in the relationship roundup because we usually don't see photos or videos of them ever because they live such a private life and because I feel like as royals, there's like rules against having social media. Um, But they have a lot of like behind the scenes, um, just like relationship life in this Mm. documentary. So I will be watching it.
1: Interesting. (laughs) I won't.
0: (laughs) I won't. Okay. (laughs) Congrats.
1: (laughs) You done? Is that the relationship? Yeah, yeah, yes Those are all my
0: story. That's the relationship roundup. Thank you. you should make that a weekly segment. Oh, should I? You guys like it? We love. Comment below if you liked it.
1: (laughs) Okay. Like this video
0: and share with your friends if you liked it.
1: It's not a video, but okay. Um, How about you leave us a Spotify review? Like we keep asking.
0: (laughs) Oh my god.
1: Anyway, let's move on to the media moment. It's time. For the media moment. Mm -hmm. I'm going first. And I want to talk about a film I saw called Strange World. The new Disney animation film. The only reason why I got off my butt and went to the theater to go see this. Even though it'll probably be on Disney Plus in like a month. (laughs) Is because gay. I don't know if y'all have heard. But there was significant talk about. Some gay and other representation in this movie, and also I felt bad because the film came out for the five day Thanksgiving weekend and absolutely
0: tanked.
1: tanked had the lowest opening weekend of any Disney animated project in history.
0: Just so frustrating because it it's was not at all, and you know they're yes. going to be like, "See, we can't do gay movies anymore."
1: Yes. Yes, I wanted to talk about that as the preface before I get into my actual thoughts. It is very frustrating because it's like it's also it's frustrating because we don't have a clear answer. I don't think you can clearly say audiences did not go see this because of the gay character, because of the interracial relationship. I don't think you can definitively say that because, like you said, Disney barely fucking marketed it. And to be fair, in the marketing, they didn't highlight that at all, of course, and on top of that critically it wasn't super well reviewed so it's like you have multiple things working against it so we'll never know for sure if people didn't show up because of the gay shit we'll Mm -hmm. just never know i hope it's not because of that because that's fucking stupid Of course. Uh, but yeah so this movie did not do well it's like i said because of this it's probably going to be on disney plus real quick real quick i bet you it's going to be on there before the end of the year
0: I honestly I don't that's that's a good estimate I wouldn't doubt that
1: yeah so that's the only reason why I went to go see this I wanted to support it financially and I was curious about the gay stuff and and I was entertained I didn't love it it's not amazing it's not a musical thank god Uh, (laughs) parts of it were kind of cool and uh okay I'm just gonna get to the thing that like really matters The representation is phenomenal.
0: Oh, good. I was worried you were going to say it was
1: subpar. No, it actually, like, I'm actually still in disbelief that Disney did this. It's shocking to me. It really is. And I I wonder if this is Disney's, like, or at least Disney Animation's, like, the big apology for all the fucking crumbs. I was just talking about this a couple weeks ago with Wakanda Forever. The crumbs that Disney gives us. The fucking Star Wars kiss. That lasted three seconds. The kiss on the head in Wakanda forever. The fucking like, oh, there's two women walking next to each other and finding Dory. They must be gay. I've been sick of it. And in Lightyear, they kind of fixed it a
0: little bit, which
1: is also pretty much the only reason why I went to go see that. With a, uh, uh, what's her name? Uzo Aduba, her character. Oh, I didn't know we that. Had, we got another kiss, but like oh. it, she... Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen <gasps> it here, I don't think you should because it's mediocre. But ah! her character isn't in the movie a lot because she backs oh, yeah. away because he goes back. <gasps> he goes forward in time. I feel like
0: that's in the trailer. I don't Whatever. know. Whatever. Don't go. Whatever. See
1: it it's boring. But but <laughs> with this film, so for those of you who don't know the story, it centers around three generations of the Clade family. They live on this. It's like a sci-fi world, and so. Jake Hall plays Searcher Clade and his father is, uh, I don't remember his name, but also a Clade. And he's like a famous explorer. And, and one day on an expedition that Searcher's on with his father and some other people, everyone's like, we should turn back because this is crazy. And his father's like, no, we got to keep exploring. And he basically runs off and and Searcher doesn't see his father for 25 years. And uh, on that expedition, he finds this he's much more interested in this plant that like emits electricity. They don't have electricity in this world. Then he finds this plant and he's like we should take this back to the people cuz this is right in front of us. We don't know what's on those mountains, but we know this right in front of us is here. And so the film flashes forward 25 years and now this whole society has electricity and airships and and it's all because of searcher being like hey, let's take this crop back and now he owns a farm that farms this plant. It's called Pando. I kept thinking it was called Panda the whole movie. So anyway, now he has a son with his wife Meridian, who's a black woman. So we Ooh. have a interracial relationship, which was very lovely because they're also like they're allowed to be physical, which I feel like also in Disney movies we don't get a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And there's straight up a scene where they're like all over each other, and their Aww. son. Uh, I think his name was Dabuki. Oh. Yeah, is his name Ethan? Hold on. I need to confirm because this is the gay character. Uh, what's his fucking name? Is it Ethan? Yes, Ethan Clade. Ethan Clade is their son. And right at the beginning of the movie, we get flirtation between him and his crush, which is a boy. Forget his name, but it is a boy. Wow, how and dare you? It's not like... It's not... Uh, Diazo, that was his name. Diazo. Ooh. So... There's no question. He is flirting with Diazzo. He says, Diazzo is my crush. Him and Diazzo make eyes with each Mm. other. It is there and it's in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Wow. And they revisit it. Like, his mom talks to him about how, like, oh, this thing he's doing on their adventure that would impress Diazzo. Like, it comes up quite a few times. And then, Mm. spoiler alert, it's not really a big spoiler of anything, but they are together at the end of the movie. They they mm. nuzzle each other at the like they're together, wow. like no, no question again. So thank you, Disney. It's really not that hard. You did representation where it's there's no question about it, it lasts longer than a fucking frame. Thank you. Like I genuinely think this is the best thing they've ever done for the LGBT community. And it wasn't that hard. And no, it it doesn't define Ethan as a character. Not by a long shot. He has his own separate arc, which is like the yeah. main arc of the movie. So he's not defined by that. He's not stereotyped. His crush isn't stereotyped. It's lovely. Thank you. And I think it's Thank ironic you, because Disney. I'd say the big theme of the movie is that parents should not parents should let their kids figure out what they want to be instead of imposing something on them. And it's ironic because oh. all these far right Christians that are boycotting this movie they're like disney's trying to brainwash our <laughs> children and it's like how <laughs> about you watch the movie babe <laughs> <laughs> and it's annoying it, it literally that argument holds no water because as much as i think the representation is awesome there's no physical contact beyond like a hug and a nuzzle like it's not sexual like it's the kids movie it's nothing you know. different in fact, it's it's actually probably still less than what a heterosexual relationship in this kind of movie would have been like. So it it's it's stupid. Conservatives are stupid. But um
0: they are. Ugh.
1: Yeah. So I really like that aspect of the film. It was entertaining on like a base level. Will I be watching it again? Probably not, but I'm glad I saw it. And there's kind of a radical environmental message at the end it's very on the nose. It's very on the nose, but essentially it's saying like, like if we sacrifice one form of energy that might not be working for us anymore in favor of another, our society could be better. But we also know that's a very simplistic message as well. And, uh, disney i don't know if you're in the best place to be making that message Mm -hmm. but uh it's there you know so i think this film is great for like families families should sit down and watch it because maybe you have a little lgbt kid that doesn't quite know who they are yet and they'll see this and they'll feel seen and also you might learn something about the environment so yeah
0: all right what a great message yeah yeah
1: What's your media moment?
0: Well, my media moment is also from Disney. Um,
1: I also watched this.
0: This weekend, I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And I honestly wasn't expecting to like it so much, but I loved it.
1: It was really good. It was yeah. so cute. It was, good. It was
0: so good. Um, the premise is that um, Drax and Mantis go um, come to Earth. To try and get kevin bacon to bring him to chris pratt um star lord as a christmas present, because they think that yondu ruined christmas for him as a kid and they want to like kind of bring it back so they're like let's do something nice for him he's been so sad like let's bring him kevin bacon so they try and kidnap <laughs> kevin bacon and like cause all this chaos on earth and like it is it's really funny and i think like in the regular movies sometimes i just get like annoyed by the humor that like of the character of Drax's character, but he was actually really funny. Take that back.
1: <laughs> oh. Take that back. Him and Mantis together are okay, comedic gold. A- yes.
0: Yeah, okay, that's what I'm saying. They <laughs> oh, were like okay. it was good in this in this special. Like it was it was funny. Um, and yes, together they are really good. Um, and I just loved how like down for this like kevin bacon was to like be i didn't realize he was like really present in the in the in the whole thing and he did like a little musical number for us um it was so sweet and it was really it ended on like a really positive note and i was just kind of like aw made me like you know be like i love the holidays (laughs) (laughs) it was really cute
1: yeah it was really fun i love mantis who first appeared in guardians 2 i think she's so so funny but also Palm Clementioff, I think the actress's name is. She's really good with like the emotional moments as well. And there's another one of those towards the end of the special. Yeah, no spoilers. No, I think she's super good and she's just like playing this weird character, but she's so funny. My favorite parts of the special, comedically, was the running joke about uh, Drax and his funny little man. The
0: funny little man. (laughs)
1: Oh my god! That yeah, shit that was that was up. really funny. Every time and when he it comes that. back unexpectedly at the very end, oh my god, that shit was so funny. It was, it was a funny home, man.
0: And then Nebula <laughs> giving Rocket Bucky's arm as a Christmas present. Yes, that was hilarious. Um, that so it was great. It like tied in all the little things that we've seen in like some of the other Marvel films, and then like. Just some other stuff that we haven't seen. It was cute. It was really and it cute. had a really
1: good budget too. I mean, I know they shot this at the same time as they shot Guardians three, so I think like the main set with they strung all the lights up on. I mm-hmm. think that's gonna come up again in Guardians three, but still, like I think that was a smart choice because it felt a little bit more grander in scale than yeah, maybe I was, it was expecting. high quality. Yeah, and all, we also got the introduction of crypto. No, Cosmo. Cosmo, cosmo the dog the dog who's also apparently going to be a big part of guardians three.
0: Oh, okay but yeah the dog was i cute. love
1: cosmo i'm psyched for cosmo yeah. voiced by uh maria oh what's her name i want to get this right she was okay. borat's daughter in borat too and she oh, was yeah, you told me about the this. lead in bodies 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 she was great in that maria bakalova yes uh, Academy Award nominee for her work in Borat too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the dog bits were really funny. So I'm excited to see that again. Yeah. Um I also just have to say, because you try and sneak in double media moments all the time. I feel like I have to add right. this in too. Sure. I also watched Top Gun Maverick for the first time this weekend. Oh, and yes. holy cow. Um I mean plot wise you know, I feel like even the first one, I never saw the first one, but from what I heard, I know like these movies aren't really that strong plot wise. They're more known for their like action sequences. Um, so plot wise, not that great. Also, like the love story between Tom Cruise and that woman.
1: Um, That woman, that woman is Jennifer fucking Connolly.
0: Okay, whatever. Put Her some character, respect on Jennifer Connolly so random no backstory it was like you could have cut her out from the movie completely and it was like
1: (laughs) yeah but you know you gotta have woman well of course yeah (laughs) i mean you
0: know you do because like how else are men gonna like feel feelings and like have empathy (laughs) they wouldn't They're probably more
1: attracted to the jets than Jennifer Connelly. Let's be honest. (laughs) Oh, totally.
0: But then afterwards, um, because Morgan like owns the movie, so she showed us all of the like uh, behind the scenes uh, clip, you know, things that they Mm -hmm. had. Yeah. I genuinely had no idea that all the actors in this movie had to go through like flight training that they went through the like Navy um, water escape training, and I didn't realize that all of the flight sequences are like legit flights. Like I, I was like, wow, this movie looks so good. And I was like, Oh, it's because it's literally real. Oh, so
1: you <laughs> didn't know that when you were watching it, I thought no. I mentioned that to you before. No. Oh. And yeah.
0: I mean, I think we talked about Tom Cruise being a pilot, but I didn't know that he got into flying after he filmed the first one. Um, but if you didn't know, Tom Cruise is a pilot, and I didn't realize how truly hands on he was with making this movie. He's like, hands on with The everything. director was he's like insane. his little bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's he's crazy. I mean, yeah, in a in a good way in some aspects, in a bad well, way. In it others. made me like it made <laughs> me
0: respect him as an artist. And then it's like you remember he's a Scientologist, and you're like, ah, damn.
1: I know, um, but there truly is. There's no one else like him. Like no, he is really this weird, like movie star without really like I don't really think he has a persona like he's known for doing certain things but Mm -hmm. he just kind of puts it all there when he's on whatever project he's on and just commits to it especially in terms of stunts and shit he's crazy Yeah, like the Mission Impossible
0: movies come on well that was the other thing too The fact that because I I feel like it's it's common for like one actor on set to be like that person that's like so dedicated and like coordinated and super into it. But for like every single young actor like Miles Teller, Glenn Powell, like all those people to go through this entire extensive training process where they're like legit flying planes and doing military training like that was so insane. And I'm like, wow, I really commend all these people that. We're in this movie that even just had like small roles that, well, there are no small roles or whatever they call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like, damn, I didn't know they did all that.
1: What'd you think of like, the beach volleyball scene?
0: Okay. It's actually funny that you brought <laughs> that up because right before, and I wasn't expecting to watch this movie this past weekend. Like it was kind of spontaneous, but right before I watched this, I saw a clip of Miles Teller doing an entertainment tonight interview where he was like, um they asked him how he felt when they when he got the call that they had to reshoot that scene and he was like well you know like we did so much training for this movie and it was like so i had to get into such like pristine physical shape and then afterwards it was kind of like oh okay like you're done you can relax you don't have to maintain that and so then he was like i kind of let go and then afterwards they were like yeah that one scene where you guys are all shirtless (laughs) we got to reshoot that he was like (laughs) <laughs> had to get buff again just to reshoot that scene so that kind of made it funny um but i mean you know i loved it <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing about this movie there's so many hot people in it like come on
1: yeah but i still think all this like all this like oh it's top 10 of the year best picture nominee okay. that- I best picture Oh, girls! Like so people are dramatic. saying it's gonna get nominated for a bunch Stop. of shit. Like technical, no. maybe.
0: Yeah, that stuff. But like,
1: no. Best story, picture? no. My people ass. Are this also, story this movie was bland.
0: is so cookie cutter. Like if you were to Google military propaganda, this yeah. movie should be the number one search result because they got subsidies shit.
1: from the U S government. To I make don't the doubt movie. that
0: because it yeah. was like, and it was kind of funny because it's like, you know, people are going to enlist thinking that this is what it's actually like to be in the Navy.
1: <laughs> yeah, no,
0: but in a way, and it, it, it was funny too. Cause I was like, they make it seem like they like, I mean, this is kind of bad, but it's like they make it seem like the military gives a shit if you go on a mission like this and don't come back.
1: <laughs> no, I know. Exactly.
0: Like and, I was like, people do not they they don't care. And that's the sad part. Like you're literally selling your body to the government when you join the military. And like, this is not how it works.
1: Yeah. And one uh, one critic I like made this really interesting point about how the film is very much a Gen X or fantasy because Tom Cruise's character who I, I guess we're supposed to believe is Tom Cruise's age in real life, which is like 60. He comes back in and even though he's older, like he's the best out of all of them and they all want to be him. And it's that very like, kind of like, Oh, old school does it better. And the worst of all of that, the notion that somehow the older jet planes are better than the newer state of the art plane. Like, that is pure Gen X or fantasy. Like, oh, the older technology is better.
0: Like, in what world? Yeah, it's 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 really everything that they want to believe just wrapped into one. And I was cracking up because I was like, they've been like, it didn't hit me until the end. But I was like, they've been so like, um, ambiguous about the enemy, the enemy, the enemy. Like, that's all they would say. That's and then they, like, issue, shoot yeah. the scene where they're actually, like, infiltrating this enemy base. And it's all, like, it looks like Siberia. And so I literally said to my... I was like, oh, so yeah. Russia. And then it's even Russia, when they yeah. show who the enemy is, they're just, like, all black planes, all black outfits. Like, you don't see any people. It's just yeah. so funny. It's,
1: it's just... It's dumb. I always think it's annoying. when I'd rather... Honestly, I'd rather them just come up with a fake nation because a lot of other films do that. But to just not say anything at all, it makes it so much more obvious. It's very strange. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So I. Like, I oh, okay. So yeah, I think show. I think when I talk about this film, I think it was my media moment at some point this year. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine. I know that you saw that it was projected, so you had a bigger view. But oh, I can't imagine God. watching this not in a theater. Because the only parts of it I enjoyed were the flying sequences because it was incredible seeing it in like a huge theater with a sound and everything. I can't imagine watching this on a television. I feel like I would be put to sleep because the rest of it is so inconsequential. Except for the beach volleyball scene.
0: So I guess I got lucky (laughs) that I watched it on Morgan's projector because we projected it like on the wall. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Wipe <laughs> like that look off your face. I was going to say, just just yeah. like the
1: theater experience.
0: Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> okay.
1: I love how you're twirling okay. your ponytail as you said that. It really made the... made. The
0: I've moment. been, like, actually really proud of myself with how long my hair has gotten. Like, look at this ponytail. She's insane. It's a
1: good ponytail. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I've been, <laughs> like, you know, I've been feeling myself a little bit. Ay, ay, you should ay, have it
1: get a little ay. bit longer so you can do a high pony.
0: Oh, I am glad. I'm not cutting it. That's what yeah. I'm telling myself. I'm just not just period. Hair. I mean, I'm gonna. That's I need to get it trimmed. My ends are horrible, but I'm not gonna do like like in 2020. I did like a big chop where I cut it like to my ears. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not doing that anymore.
1: <laughs> so, what's your end goal?
0: Well, okay. So in like 2015, 2016, I had the best hair of my life. My end goal is to get that hair back. Um, I don't know how I'm gonna do that, but
1: like in terms of what texture or what?
0: um it was really long like really long, oh. and it was just stunning and beautiful and i don't know why i cut it i mean of course that was a long time ago you have really but... pretty
1: hair like like when you when you get your hair done and it's like freshly blown out it looks stunning
0: i mean i am beautiful it's okay you can say so <laughs>
1: Now, what you just did, I don't know what you just did to modify the ponytail, but whatever this style is called, it's given high school cheerleader.
0: Oh, my God. You uh, guys, is this, this is What bullying. is this called?
1: What is this called? It's what a you just bun
0: did it? of some sort. I don't know. No, I mean, no. it's, it's like
1: the the quote unquote bun girls would do with hair ties if they were having like a lazy day.
0: Oh, my God. You guys, you're Girl- <laughs> blaming me for just existing.
1: Girls did this all the time in high school.
0: Yeah, because our hair is annoying. You don't even <laughs> have hair. Shut up.
1: Okay. But why that instead of a ponytail?
0: Because the ponytail still like on your neck and like you can sweat <laughs> and it's warm and then just feeling it on your back it's like I want it out of it my just way. It looks
1: funny to me. You <laughs> look funny
0: to me. I do look. Are smart. you like that? Remember when I you didn't have a beard sometimes. and you looked scary? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. You're so mean. Although Okay. It's it's interesting to think now because You've known me far longer with a beard than without a beard.
0: I know, and let the record show when I was first friends with Zach when he didn't have a beard. I used to say all the time, like you should try and grow it out, and you were like, I don't like
1: it. She did. You really? And I did, was like, yeah. bro,
0: because like sometimes you would like let it get a little um, scruffy, and you'd be like, oh, I need to shave, and I'd be like, you should let it grow out. Like I feel like that would like that would go off, and you were like, I don't like it. <laughs> and now look, a whole beard man.
1: You know what's funny? Cause I'm pretty You're sure, what, I'm pretty sure what caused this was about exactly two years ago when I just was like, I had a moment where I was like, you know what? I'm fucking done with dating. Men are so stupid. They don't want to commit to anything. I fucking deserve more. I'm done. I'm over it. And so I got rid of all my apps. It only lasted like three months, but I got rid of all the apps and I just basically stopped caring and didn't shave. And I would say, it was this middle ground between like the seven and nine day mark where I was like freaking out because I was like, oh my God, I kind of hate it. And then I waited two more days and I was like, no way to damn like, Who's that? <laughs> no no way to damn minute. Yeah. And I don't know. It's crazy thinking back to the era because it also fucked up my skin a lot. Like shaving every, even just every other day. I don't know how some people do it maybe it's not meant for people like me who can actually grow facial hair well, I know I some people say, they don't like grow you're it that one fast of
0: The few that are lucky that like you can grow really good facial hair that's I guess thank I'll you. give you that you have like thick hair where it grows well in your face it grows well in your head I don't, I don't know where else to be growing but <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> but see so, yeah, I knew you had potential you just had to let it out wow thank you you're welcome. Anyway,
1: now that we've gone on this hair tangent, <laughs> maybe we should wrap up. Yeah, let's. It's 10 o'clock. I'm tired. Oh my
0: God, it's always late. I always am like, oh, maybe I'll do something after we record. I'm like, no, I'm going to bed.
1: Now, I will say this you know, I, I proclaim to enjoy when it gets dark earlier, but it does kind of affect moments like this when you're like, oh, it's only 10. I mean I go to bed at like midnight. So for me I'm like what am I going to do for the next 2 hours? I've actually been really
0: bad the last 2 nights I've been going to bed at like 2:30 almost 3. Really? I know it's really That's bad. That's late. I know. I every time oh I, my I, God. I I know. I know. I hate it. I need, I need, I'm trying to be better but <laughs> And it's wild. like I'm not even productive. I'm just like laying there like on my phone or like goblin mode. <laughs> <laughs> My goblin era and i'm just not <laughs>
1: sleeping <laughs> <laughs> what time do you wake up
0: at like 8 30 oh, girl oh my god
1: <laughs> that's crazy
0: i know i i don't i'm not enjoying it but
1: i mean hey like none of, none of us are perfect
0: i know it's like every night i just look over and it's 3 a.m and i'm like oh my god i need to go to bed
1: jesus yeah we're not perfect i really love to get back to my era of like when I was at next phase, I had this moment. I would say it lasted like a solid, like, I don't know, maybe six months where almost every day I was up and showered before 10 AM. Whoa. And, you know, now it's all about those midday, like pre-lunch, the I pre-lunch really, showers.
0: I really I, do and
1: yeah. Those are great. A pre-lunch shower is great because if you get in the shower at like 11 AM, if you mm-hmm. don't have a meeting or anything, and then you're out of the shower and done and ready by noon, and then you just get like right to lunch. Love yeah. that.
0: I'd love yeah. That. No, I really be rocking the midday showers. Yeah. Um, which kind of like throws off my skincare routine, but it's fine. I don't really care that much. Um, it's fine. Yeah. I don't know. We're I'm, just living. I know. Yeah. That's what I keep telling myself. I'm like, I'm just here to survive. <laughs> Sometimes it's harder than 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 you think. So it's like, yeah. I just have to do what I what I have to do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's wrap this shit up. All right. Bye. Bye.
0: Have a good night. Have a good
1: night. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.